Welcome back to Bach Fancy Talk, episode 12. I am your host, Bach, alongside with a guest speaker who has been here before and has been here many times, Beck Jenke. Beck Jenke, how are you doing today? Hey guys, how's it going? Great. So this week, we are trying a new microphone, so hopefully this comes out good. And then like always, I thank you for listening. If you have not at this point, please check out our Instagram at Bach Fantasy Talk, and let's get into it. Beck, we had you on in, I believe, episodes three and four, so I guess just let the listeners know how your team's doing right now. So right now, we're sitting at the top of the standings at nine and two. Um, I'm looking at the one seed, hoping I'm actually playing Bach this week, which will be a really good matchup, probably the best matchup of the year to this point, playoff implications-wise. And then I've got two hopefully easy wins ahead of me, so I could be sitting at, at worst, 11-3. and three. Yeah, very great. As we are starting to get into the hot spot of the fantasy football season and the NFL season, a lot of players are starting to get waived. And like last week, thank you to Walker Richens. We will be doing our preview segment like always. And if you have not gave a listen to the episode from last week, that is a very talented episode, very great episode done by... Uh, Walker Richens and I, I recommend that giving a listen. And it's time to make a real push for the playoffs, and or last. If you're in last, you got to. Tr- if you're in last, you got a guy like Aaron Jones who has their bye week in week 14, and you got to win that game. You're gonna have to trade away Aaron Jones. Sure, you might not get him at his value, but if you got to win that game, you got to make the playoffs first. So, the 49ers last night had a great game last night, but I would just like to give up a scenario which I think would make that team even better. Back in 2021 in the NFL draft, the 49ers decided to move up from their spot, number 12 to get number three and pick Trey Lance. In that deal, they gave up three first round picks. The Dolphins ended up turning that into Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, and Bradley Chubb. But what if the 49ers just stayed at three and picked a guy like Penny Sowell, Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, and Micah Parsons? Sure, at the time, you know, right now, it's pretty easy to say, but at that time in that draft, we knew those guys would be very good. That's just something to consider how good this 49ers team is. Great game from them last night. Fantasy football perspective, though, they're a little tough to see, but, you know, we'll see how that goes. Quote of the week, A.J. Brown tweeted on Twitter when the Tennessee Titans were playing the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday Night Football with an absolutely terrible performance from Leek Willis saying, Ain't nobody open. In the past two games, the Tennessee Titans, these four players have more receiving yards than A.J. Brown. Robert Woods, Traylon Burks, Nick Westbrook-Ekine, and Austin Hooper. And if if you do not count Malik Wilson's fumble, which was a very very terrible play call by the Titans, A.J. Brown has more fumbles than the Tennessee Titans in the past two games. So who's really open? But you know what? He'll be back. A.J. Brown is still a talented player. I'm not panicking on him fantasy-wise. Teams on by last week, Jacksonville Jaguars, Miami Dolphins, Seattle Seahawks, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Teams on by this week, none. So we will get a nice little Thanksgiving special in as we hop into the Thursday night football game, Titans and Packers. Derrick Henry, great passing attack, but still not sustainable and reliable for the rest of the year. Rick said last week that Traylon Burks is a stash play and he should be rostered right now and not maybe not played, but maybe try and get some trade value for him as your trade deadline is most likely coming up. Packers side of the ball, Christian Watson is hot, and if you are feeling it, I would ride the hot hand. Alan Lazard is the, real, is the most reliable target, though, from a fantasy football perspective, and for Aaron Rodgers, seeing a team-high 11 targets, with the next closest being Aaron Jones, who should start, and right now, A.J. Dillman is still a handcuff for this team. 
Atlanta Falcons, Chicago Bears. Still do not know how this Atlanta Falcons team put up 27 points, but Cordero Patterson taking over history books was awesome to watch. I would start Patterson and Mariota if you want from this team. Kyle Pitts is on the IR with a torn MCL. He will end up getting surgery, which will cost him four to six weeks, four to six weeks, which will put him out of your fantasy football playoffs and out of your team. Chicago Bears side of the ball. Fields is still very good, but I think all of these hits are starting to get to him. That's hit by D. Alford on the sideline late in the fourth quarter with a quarterback design run. Really shook him up. But I like him no matter who he is playing, but the injury is starting to get a little concerning. I'd start David Montgomery if you really need someone, but do not really like any receivers on this team, even though Darnell Mooney had a really good shot of getting 25 plus points. Eagles and Colts, not avid on Miles Sanders, but like Devontae Smith, Hurts, and AJ Brown moving forward. And I see Devontae Smith as a low end wide receiver too in a very solid flex play. Indianapolis Colts side of the ball, I love what Jeff Saturday is doing there. He's making that team better. I love the decision to start Matt Ryan. But right now, Michael Pittman and Jonathan Taylor are all that I can say you can start. But I think Paris Campbell is still a guy to maybe be rostered and maybe have for the future. Jets and Patriots, Ramondre Stevenson, the Pats D, and that's really it. I would also say, on the Jets side of the ball, I think, I think you can really take into account how good this Jets defense really is. I trade for them last week because I knew how talented they are and they have such an easy schedule going into the playoffs that I really like them to be a big star play if you're trying to go win some playoff games. So in that list, I would definitely include the Jets defense for sure. So both defenses in that matchup were very good. Yeah, uh, Beck, we're going to get your opinion on the Zach Wilson situation a little bit, but I'm going to do mine right now. What is going on right, right now in New York for a team that above 500 is miserable? Like everyone has been saying, Zach Wilson has to take accountability for that game. He has to. Josh Allen would throw for 500 yards and four touchdowns and make a game-losing interception, and he would take accountability for the loss. Elijah Moore hates it, and I think people are starting to see why he why he acts like that. Also, Sauce Gardner liked a tweet saying that Zach Wilson is a liability and he's toxic in the locker room. Robert Sala forgive me if I said his name wrong, just said there is no commitment to Zach Wilson this week for the upcoming game against the Chicago Bears. Well, I would certainly say it's sort of surprising putting in Joe Flacco there in that conversation of starting, but with all due conversation there, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, they're such a great team. They have a great defense, like I already alluded to. They have some great weapons. I mean, obviously, Brees Hall, him going down was did not help that offense at all, and he'll be great next year. Michael Carter is there as well there too in the backfield and they just they need a change and I think they could be looking at a couple great quarterbacks in this draft class coming soon because Zach Wilson is definitely not the answer but that being said Joe Flacco also is not either yeah for the future that's a great point there commanders and Texans I don't think anybody really watched this game and I did not but I followed it because I had Brian Robinson starting but Antonio Gibson is the back to play on this team with JD McKissick on the IR moving forward and and only I am starting him due to the fact he in PPR formats I'm only starting him because Brian Robbins gets little to no receiving work and you will need a touchdown from him to help you out in that week. It is really tough to start anywhere from the Texans not the best stat line for Damian Pierce but I will give him another week as he goes against a Miami Dolphins team which gets a little slow towards the end of the game and they tend to give up a ton of points. Rams and Saints I cannot watch this team anymore. 
but the only one I would really start from this team is Tyler Higby because the tight end position is so slim. The Rams just waived Daryl Henderson. So that means two things. Either rookie Kyron Williams is going to take the load or the, their relationship with Cam Akers is repaired. I would say it's a combination of, the, of both. I think they really like Kyron Williams. He was in a great system in Notre Dame, although it sort of fell apart at the end. But I think they also, they like Cam Akers too. It was just a weird situation with the beginning of the year with his knee injury and whether from last year and whether he could come back as strong. And it just, I think it took him a couple extra weeks. And I think his relationship with the team is now repaired. And I think they said, okay, we have some decent value for Daryl Henderson. Let's just get him off our team because it's it's a couple of draft picks you can pick up and, or um, excuse me, they waved They waved They waved him. Yeah, okay. There you go. I'll take it from here. Uh, Walker Richens, great uh, call from him last week, saying that Kyron Williams is a player to stash and keep an eye on as coaches really liked him in preseason. And again, last week's episode was so good. I highly recommend that. Give me a listen. Same side of the ball. Kamara has scored a touchdown in one game all year, and it was the three-touchdown game. It's not sustainable as he goes against a very tough 49ers defense this week. Olave did well, but it's really not that sustainable. But I still like him moving forward. Again, if you have to make a playoff push, he's one of those guys to trade the Saints have their bye week moving forward. Jawan Johnson should be considered a starter, but I guarantee you as I say this, he has a three-touchdown game streak. It will end this Sunday against the San Francisco 49ers. Browns and Bills. I'm going to let Beck take over that Browns segment right here. Well, the Browns certainly started off well. I mean, they were the first team to score. It doesn't happen very frequently for the Browns. I feel like they're always getting scored on first. Um, I love Amari Cooper. I think he's a great asset for this team moving forward. Obviously, I think you're sort of throwing away this year's record, and you're moving on to next year with Deshaun Watson especially. So I, I really like Amari Cooper here, and obviously Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt, he's still a very willy-nilly um, low-end flex, but I think he could be traded at the end of this year in the offseason for sure. Yeah, Deshaun Watson is coming back. It's an absolute great point. He will come back week 13 against the Houston Texans. Maybe not a guy to start, maybe a guy in deeper leagues, but definitely a guy to stash. And Amari Cooper's value is going to be even better with Deshaun Watson coming back. Bill's side of the ball. A um, little weird game fantasy-wise. Dawson Knox got a lot of work. And uh, a little hint of the preview, I would start every Bills player this week against the Detroit Lions. No surprise for me saying that. Panthers and Ravens. Sam Darnold is starting. That's all I got to say. There's really nothing I can say about this team. Doesn't improve anyone's value. I mean, maybe that means a thing. Maybe they see Sam Darnold's better than P.J. Walker. But I think Beck just brought up a great point before we started recording. Beck, you want to uh, say what you said to me? Well, I mean, I think it's it's all down to the future, and I don't think they see anything in P.J. Walker, and they really just – this offseason is important. There are a couple teams they are looking to – they have quarterbacks that they would like to trade, so you could see Sam Darnold, him playing a decent game, and then all of a sudden the Panthers are ready to trade him because only the only body of work that you have from Sam Darnold this year could p potentially be a good game this week. So if he has a good game, look for him to be traded in the offseason. Yeah. Ravens side of the ball, <laughs> obviously you got to start Lamar. Not doing the best fantasy-wise, but he's still up there on top of the rankings. And obviously Mark Andrews, though. Great game from Demarcus Robinson. He's definitely got to pick up. Definitely got to stash. We'll see how he goes moving forward. Baltimore plays, who do they play this week? Jacksonville, Jacksonville, very favorable matchup. So if you're feeling it, you want to go a little risky, I'm not recommending it, but if you want to do it, you can start to Marcus Robinson. Lions and Giants, Among Us and Jamal Williams are who I'll start. And like I said last week, I'll pick Jamal Williams over DeAndre Swift. 
because he gets that goal line work. But I did not expect this much against the tough Bills team. But Swift is playing through injury, as he came out and said, I would rather be playing injured than banged up and being on the sidelines cheering my team on. Maybe if the Bills are down this week a ton, maybe they'll be throwing the ball. But I expect this game on Thursday at 12.30, very early game, to be very close. Giants side of the ball, yeah. you have to play Saquon, even though I do not like this matchup this week, in the Odell Beckham Bowl against the Cowboys. Raiders and Broncos heading to the 4 o'clock game. Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams, that's really it. But Broncos side of the ball, Melvin Gordon just got released, and Chase Edmonds is out for multiple weeks probably two to four. So Latavius Murray honestly is a very solid flex this week and maybe an RB2 or a bye week filler against the Carolina Panthers, which is a very favorable matchup. But I really don't like many receivers. Uh, maybe you could start Cortland Sutton, but I'm just not feeling it. I mean, Judy tends to get more touchdowns. So if you're feeling Jerry Judy, you know, maybe stash him in there. Not huge on him though. I would see him as a middle low end flex. Cowboys and Vikings, I really like both running backs from this team, even though Pollard is more explosive. Zeke is obviously more touchdown dependent, but I like them. I still think they're both starters. Um, probably would pick Pollard if I had to, but I really like both of them. CeeDee Lamb and Dak, I'm very excited to watch this week in the Turkey Bowl. Um, Vikings side of the ball, everyone will be back. It's an off game, and the problem in the NFL is you're coming off a very, very, very high emotion playoff atmosphere in Buffalo so they're not going to win that game it's tough I mean they got blown out they got embarrassed CBS had to switch that game but I expect the Vikings to come back that was a very good game against the Bills and it's just tough to come back and play really well the next week so I'm not panicking on the Vikings but I am sad Kirk Cousins lost his 33 game consecutive touchdown pass streak Bengals and Steelers very high scoring game P. Ryan is a must-start if Mixon is out, and T. Higgins should continue doing what he is doing, even if Jamar Chase is playing this week against the Titans, but I have not looked up or heard how Chase is doing, so we'll see how he is throughout the week. Steelers side of the ball, play Najee. This looks very promising, and hopefully he turns it around. And right now, Pickens is the wide receiver one in that offense, and he is the fantasy wide receiver one, as he is Kenny Pickett's favorite target. Chiefs and Chargers. I don't know how to. Game. I, yeah, I don't know how to approach this Chiefs wide receiver room, but I think I actually figured it out. I think it's Juju Smith-Schuster. I think he's the guy to play. I do like Sky more though if Juju does not play. Yes, Juju's listed as questionable for this week. I actually trade for him in the trade where I sent um, Dalvin Cook and Debo Samuel to another guy in our um, league for the Jets defense, which I talked about earlier Jonathan Taylor and Juju and I love I'd love Juju's value going forward they have a pretty favorable playoff schedule and I think he's I think he's a wide receiver one far and away when he's healthy so if he can get back from this concussion I think he's definitely the guy to play yeah was that trade with Pruitt yep that's what I thought if you have Travis Kelsey you have probably the highest chance out of anyone to win your league and here's why because he's on box team no, 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 well, yeah, also that. But also, the wide he, the positional value is absolutely ridiculous. The wide receiver one right now is Stefan Diggs, and behind him is Tyreek Hill. I believe last time I checked, that was a five-point difference. The tight end one is Travis Kelsey. The tight end two is Mark Andrews. That is a 103-point difference. The positional value is crazy. 
And if you need one more piece and it's a tight end, you have to go all in for Kelsey. Chargers side of the ball, maybe start all three receivers on this team if you really trust this team. But I think you have to start Palmer even with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams playing. But we'll see if Mike Williams is back. Back is I know he's on your team. Does he really do much? Is he going to be back this week? He will not be back this week, likely. But there still is a chance. They haven't necessarily ruled him out, but I think he will probably be out this week. Yeah, so if he is out, you definitely have to start Palmer. And along that, I would start Keenan Allen too, but I would not expect the most this week. The Chargers play the Arizona Cardinals, which is a very favorable matchup. So I would definitely start both. And then obviously, Austin Eckler. But he was seen in that game. I watched that game. He was more of a rusher than a receiving back, which I found interesting. They were giving Spiller a little bit more work. I don't know why that was. Maybe because the game was a lot closer than they thought and they could afford it to have Eckler run the ball. But I think that's a good thing, though, for Eckler's snap share and his work that he's running the ball more than passing. And obviously, he's in the goal line work now, and he's in the two-minute trail after Brandon Staley finally learned what to do. He's going to get fired, though. I do not like Brandon Staley either. 49ers and Cardinals. Still too many mouths to feed on this team. Great game from Debo, but that is probably the max game you're going to get from him. It's just not sustainable what he does. Mm -hmm. I still like Ayuk more than Debo in this offense. Uh, 49ers have so many weapons, it's tough to do. It's And some person's going to go off every week. I think Kittle goes off this week. And then I think CMC will get in the end zone. Beck, you just traded away Debo Samuel. Why would you do that? Well, I think Ayuk is still the wide receiver one going forward on this team. And speaking of Debo... I think there is a good chance that he gets traded in the offseason. He's on a decent he's on a decent contract and there's still there I mean he's wide receiver too. There are a lot of mouths to feed and I just don't think it could go over well with him in the locker room. So watch out for that in the offseason. But I definitely like IU going forward. Yeah, he did get paid that favorable contract though, which is a good thing. Cardinals side of the ball, I think you just gotta start D Hop and Marquise if they're back. And James Conner is still touchdown dependent. I mean they play a very depleted Chargers team this week, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I'm still not huge on him. Preview of Turkey Week, Bills and Lions. Turkey Week always starts off miserable with the fact the NFL always gives us the Lions. But I love Among Us and Jamal Williams, I think, will ball out this game. I think this will actually be a better game than people expect. I think it's Detroit. They usually keep it close. That's been their thing all year. They haven't necessarily won barely any games. But I think this is one where you can see them score a couple points. Um, I like... Probably the Bills still by a touchdown and a half to two touchdowns, but I could see a better first half because you get guys like St. Brown and Jamal Williams in the game, and I think, I mean, they're just, it's star power, so that's how the NFL is, and especially with the ratings and everyone watching the game, I think you could see a nice game. Yeah, I think the only concern, though, not from a fantasy perspective, but from a Lions perspective, is that Bills game was pretty packed, though, for that game getting moved, so there could be, could be, a lot of Bills fans at that game, though. But again, fantasy, not a concern. But speaking of the Bills, start every single player on the Bills. Derek Singletary, Josh Allen, Gabe Davis, Dix, Diggs, and Dawson Knox. And I think most people probably have this, but I think Josh Allen will be the QB1 this week in fantasy, which is not that bold of a prediction. Giants and Cowboys in the Odell Beckham Bowl. Uh, Saquon, that's really it from the Giants. Great game from Daniel Jones, though, last week. Cowboys, I like Zeke a little bit more than Pollard this week, but I, you can still start both. And then obviously, you got to start CD Lamb and Dak Prescott. The late night game, Pats and Vikings, Ramondre Stevenson, and that's probably it. Maybe the defense, you know, I like their defense, highest ranked defense right now. 
Viking side of the ball, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, and TJ Hawkinson. That's probably it. Texans and Dolphins, Damian Pierce and the three-headed monster in Tyreek Waddle-Tua plus Jeff Wilson. That's who I would start from that game. Bing Agreed. Bengals and Titans, Joe Burr and his three receivers <coughs> plus whoever starts at the running back for the Bengals and then Titans, Derrick Henry, pretty obvious. Yep. Broncos and Panthers, Latavius Murray and Devontae Foreman. Bears and Jets. The Bears starting running back Justin Fields and backup running back David Montgomery and the Jets side of the ball. Unless they, if they commit to Flacco, I would say start Garrett Wilson. But if they have Zach Wilson, I would not start Garrett Wilson. Falcons and Commanders. Cordero and Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel and Antonio Gibson. I'm not expecting the most from Terry McLaurin this week. The Falcons game plan this week, I was playing against Chase Claypool. So I was watching what AJ Terrell was doing his first game back, and he was always against Claypool. So I, what I'm expecting the Falcons to do this week is have AJ Terrell go on Terry McLaurin every single down. So I'm not expecting that much from Terry McLaurin due to that reason. Curtis Samuel, though, we'll dive into him. I always wonder how he gets these rushing touchdowns and how he gets so many rushes. I think the Jets sweep will work this week, and I think Curtis Samuel will go off and have a pretty successful game against the Atlanta Falcons. Buccaneers and Browns, everyone basically on the Bucks. Kate Otten, Leonard Fournette, I believe he's starting. If he's not, definitely put Rashad White in. Tom Brady, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin. And I would say also on that Bucks team, I know Box said everyone, he's exactly right. Pick up Ryan Suckup as well. He's one of the best kickers in the league, and he has a very favorable playoff schedule. So if you need a kicker, if you're trying to make a playoff run, that's the guy I picked up. I did a lot of research on that aspect of my team. So especially because they're going to be kicking in warm weather or a dome the last four weeks of the season. So definitely take him. That is a great point, and that's a point I forgot to bring up. Check the weather. We are in the we are in the cold part of the year. You got to check if guys are playing in domes, where they're kicking, what the wind is, mm -hmm. and if you want to win a championship, that could determine your matchup. Yeah, I mean, I had Nick Folk, he, you know, the kicker for the Patriots. He played the Jets this, this past weekend, and he was one for three on field goals. Thankfully, I won my game pretty easily. But, you know, you can be cost a fancy championship because you start the Chiefs kicker or the Bills kicker because they're kicking in horrible conditions. So make sure to pick the right guy and do it earlier before some other guys in your league do, which is what I pounced on. Yeah. Brown side of the ball, Nick Chubb and Amari Cooper, and I think Beck will most likely agree with me on that. For sure. Yeah, I mean, not no one else until Watson's back, especially with Njoku not being here, um, still hurt. Oh, He's, is he still hurt? He is, yeah. Okay. I thought, no, I thought he played. I could have sworn he played. He got a little banged up, so he's, still, he's questionable as of right now. He might play, but he's still questionable for now. Okay. Ravens and Jaguars, Lamar Action Jackson and Mark Andrews. And again, if you're feeling risky, maybe plug in Demarcus Robinson, Travis Etienne, and Christian Kirk. But I'm not too high on Christian Kirk this week as that Ravens secondary is playing awesome right now. Agreed. Kyle Hamilton, higher PFF grade than Sauce Gardner, which doesn't mean much, yeah. but still pretty impressive. He went to Marist. Wait, did he? Yeah, I did not know that. Oh, speaking of Kyle Hamilton, uh, we got to get Kyle Hamilton on a podcast. That's the goal in the offseason. That'd so be unbelievable. Hopefully, if someone knows how to get Kyle Hamilton on the podcast, please DM us at Bach Fancy Talk on Instagram. And Sean McVay, while you're at it, that'd be. <laughs> then maybe we can get a little tandem going with Bach. John Fitzpatrick. Oh, uh, heading into the late games, Raiders and Seahawks, Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs, and what should be a shootout. 
Seahawks side of the ball, Geno Smith, DK Lockett, and of course, Kenneth Walker. Cardinals and Chargers, Austin Eckler and the three-headed receiving goat, but maybe two with Keenan Allen and Josh Palmer, mm -hmm. and obviously Justin Herbert. Cardinals, Marquise Brown, and DeAndre Hopkins. Again, like I said earlier, don't expect much from James Conner. Rondell Moore may be a drop right now. He's Well, he just got hurt. Yeah, that's what I Oh. Well, that, yeah, it's pretty... pretty. Saints 49ers. Olave, and I would not expect a lot from Kamara this week considering the 49ers have really locked down running backs. James Conner really didn't do that much. He just had that nice little easy touchdown on the goal line. Mm -hmm. 49ers, everyone. It is someone else's turn to pop off. I think Kittle plays really well against the Saints, so I'm going to take Kittle to pop off, but I think it ends up being CMC. Mm -hmm. Rams and Chiefs, no one from the Rams side of the ball, except maybe Higby if you need a tight end. And then Juju, Travis Kelsey, and Mahomes. Packers and Eagles, start Christian Watson if you're feeling it, and roll with a hot hand. Aaron Jones, because I'm going to expect a lot of receiving work from him. And then Eagles, Devontae Adams and A.J. Brown. Yeah. And then obviously Jalen Hurts. Steelers and Colts, I would roll with Najee and George Pickens because Pickens have honestly had 30 points. He dropped a couple touchdowns. Mm -hmm. And then Colts side of the ball, Michael Pittman and Jonathan Taylor. Do you think Jonathan Taylor's back? I'm going to say no because I, I, I don't think the 16 points was too crazy. But we'll see how he does. He's got a tough matchup against the Steelers. We'll see how he does. Defenses per for the week, per usual, the Bills versus the Lions. Cowboys versus the Giants, Pats versus the Vikings, Buccaneers versus the Browns, Dolphins versus the Texans, the Jets and the Bears, Broncos versus the Panthers, Chargers versus the Cardinals, 49ers versus the Saints, Eagles versus the Packers, Steelers and Colts, and then the Commanders versus my Atlanta Falcons. I would also add Tennessee when they're playing Cincinnati. AFC North teams, they usually struggle going into Tennessee, and I think the Bengals could fall into that category again. Very interesting. We'll see if Jamar Chase is back for that one to determine that defense. Waiver wire pickups this week, Deshaun Watson of the Browns, Isaac Pacheco of the Chiefs, Rashad White of the Buccaneers, Latavius Murray of the Broncos, P. Ryan, only if you have Joe Mixon, Christian Watson, I know, of the Packers, Darius Slayton of the Giants is a great pickup considering I forgot to mention Wondell Robinson towards ACL and is out for the year. I love Darius Slayton, 12 plus points in the past four games. Sky Moore of the Chiefs if Juju does not play. Demarcus Robinson of the Ravens, Angel Juan Johnson of the Saints. Heading into the week 12 pickums. Again, thank you to Rush Williams for this. Heading into the Turkey Day, Buffalo at Detroit. I got Detroit. I definitely, you got Detroit against Buffalo? I do. I like it. No, I think they keep it close. I'm going to go Buffalo in this one because I think Josh Allen, he's he's pretty motivated to have a good game. But I think I think you could see a little, you know, Detroit, you know, possibly getting in there, getting in the two touchdown range. It'll be a great game. I mean, it's, it's Thanksgiving. It'll be a good game for the ratings. That's how the NFL is. Yep. New York Giants and Dallas Cowboys in the Odell Beckham Bowl. I'll take the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to go the Giants here. We're, we're flipping off both sides now. I'm going to go the Giants for sure. Let's see how this one goes. New England at Minnesota. I will take the New England Patriots. I'm going to go New England too. I think Bill Belichick, he doesn't lose on Thanksgiving. Sunday, 1 o'clock games. I will take Tampa Bay over Agreed. the Cleveland Browns. Definitely going to take Tampa Bay. Cincinnati at Tennessee. I got Tennessee. Agreed. Houston at Miami. I have Miami. I got Miami by 20 plus. 
Chicago at New York Jets. I am taking Joe Flacco's Jets in this one. Yeah, I'm going to take the better defense here, which is definitely the Jets. So, yeah, take the home team. Atlanta at Washington. I will take the Dirty Birds. I got the Falcons as well. Denver at Carolina. I will take the Carolina Panthers starting Sam Darnold. I got the home team. Baltimore at Jacksonville. I will take the Jacksonville Jaguars off a bye. Okay. I like like Baltimore. I think they're going to take advantage of the warm weather they have, and I think they're going to beat Jacksonville by touchdown. Chargers at Arizona. I will take the Chargers versus Kyler Murray's war zone. Definitely agree. <laughs> Vegas at Seattle. I will take Seattle off a bye. Yeah, I'm going to ride Geno Smith coming off the bye. He's got some weapons up there. LA Rams at Kansas City Chiefs. Absolute shocker, but I'm going to take the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going to take the MVP here. New, New Orleans at San Francisco. I will take the owner of New Orleans, the 49ers. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip the script on that one. I think that could be the upset of the week is the New Orleans coming in. I see that, but I got my upset here. Green Bay at Philadelphia. I got the Green Bay Packers. You know, I think Hurts, they haven't had a great week out there in, in Philadelphia the last couple weeks, excuse me. And I think they just get it done, you know. it's They could disrupt Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers could throw a pick or two, and I, I see the Philadelphia win in a close one. Green Bay against the Philadelphia. Oh, we were going to do that one, sorry. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh at Indianapolis. I will take the Matty Ice and Jeff Saturday-led Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, I mean, it's a new pumping of energy. I like Jonathan Taylor and obviously Matt, Matt Ryan in this matchup. Michael Pittman could have a breakout game here with that Pittsburgh secondary, which hasn't been good as of late. Um, I definitely like the Colts here for sure. All right, thank you, Beck, for coming on, and thank you for listening and making it this far. Again, if you have not, please check out our Instagram at Bach Fancy Talk. And again, like always, we are available on all platforms. And if you have not, I really suggest giving the later and earlier episodes a listen, see what takes we got wrong. And we will have a new guest speaker next week, which I'm very excited for. Beck Jenke, thank you so much for coming out. Sir, thanks for having me. Thank you, and we will see you next time.